So yeah, I can be a pilot. At the Air Force Academy, I can be anything. Army and Navy, play for second. That's a long, big, beautiful blue line. You have some grit, you have some perseverance. I'll tell you what, you can do it now all areas of life. That's just the way you gotta compete. Welcome to Thin Air. Hey, what's up? It's your boys, Archie, as well as Kamish. Uh, how are you guys doing? So we've been called out. Uh, this is our first episode post-Thanksgiving. Um, I, You know what? We've been hated on and we've been called out saying that we basically haven't done an, a few episodes, that we've missed a few weeks. That's not true. I think we missed like two weeks. Uh, we had a little bit of a hiccup happen last week uh, with, some, with some pretty serious stuff go down, but everything's fine now. Um, how are you doing, Arch? What's up? I'm How's doing Thanksgiving. I'm doing okay. Thanksgiving was fine. Um, the biggest question I have for you is: Do you think we're on the honor board? Like, I guess the question is: Are we being investigated by the honor board? Because last week, I think we made two empty promises, saying we would be guaranteed to have a Thanksgiving episode, and we didn't. Uh, many people are saying that. Yeah, I would say so. I feel like we are not, we're not going to have a lot of character witnesses. Do you remember? And, and actually, I'm just going to put this out right now. We do have a plan. Like, we always have a plan. Like, even when we joke around and say we don't have a plan, we have a plan. But even this episode, um, we're just going to have fun, you guys. So we're just going to, like, shoot the breeze and just talk about whatever. So we're going to have a good time. So right now, I'm sorry. I apologize. I just want to put this out there before I answer that question. Uh, ask the question again because I've had a couple drinks. I'm going to have a few more drinks during the course of this episode. So what's up? Ask that again. So do you think we're being investigated by the honor board? Kind of like a hot seat. Do you, like, yeah. do you think we're on the hot seat? Do you think we're, we're on the honor board? A hundred percent because here's why. <laughs> so here's why. So I, I'm going to give you guys a peek inside the green door or whatever it is. What, what may have you. Um, so normally, Archie and I discuss it and we go, okay, like here's what we're going to do. So we try to push out episodes on Sunday nights. That's our official goal. But at the same time, we have lives. Do we not? Uh, we pretend to, we pretend to have lives. We pretend like we're cool guys, but we, so we have lives. So it's like our goal is ideally like we're about to tuck in for bed, that kind of thing. And we just crush out an episode and then just put it up. But sometimes, you know, we go a little hard on the Sunday fun day and things get a little out of whack. And then we're like, okay, we'll do it on a Monday then. And then Monday gets in our way. Like our Sunday ruins our Monday and the, the like the process just kind of rolls on. So, that happened last week. Uh, we plan on doing a Thanksgiving special episode, but that just did not happen. Um, and so here we are. Here we are a few days later. But you know what? The important part is that we're getting the episode out and everyone's well, and everyone. To be fair, um, and I'm going straight off memory here, but we said that there would be a Thanksgiving episode. I think I said emergency podcast. And guess what? There is a Thanksgiving episode. It's just this one. It's just a few days late. So... We never it's, said when. Yeah, it's like five. Oh, yeah. So let's throw a spin zone on that. How was your Thanksgiving day exactly? What did you do? Start to finish. Give me wake up to go to sleep. Just lay that down for All me. All right. So suddenly there was light and it was the morning. 
and then um, basically tossed the pigskin around a little bit, just good old American football. Um, ate a lot of yep. food, and then I fell asleep at like seven o'clock watching watching some terrible NFL games, and woke up at about eleven and couldn't go back to sleep till like two a.m. So it's a pretty standard Thanksgiving, I'd say. Yeah, mine was actually nothing like that. What was yours like? Uh, I woke up, started drinking, uh, threw the football around, ate some turkey, and went to sleep. So really different um, experiences from both of us. Probably very different from the vast majority of America, too. So Yeah, not, not similar at all. Uh, watched a lot of football, watched the Dallas Cowboys lose. Our boy, I will say, and this was not on Thanksgiving Day, um, but our boy Ben Garland did play very well he had a huge block on sunday or no maybe it was saturday no it was sunday uh big block so our boy ben garland we know he's a huge listener of the program um and he's such a big listener that that a lot of the times he doesn't listen so uh if you are a listener and you're a friend of his then let him know that we shouted him out and let him know that we're uh shouting him out for our award of falcon of the week he looked very i just made up in my brain he looked very handsome when he was doing it as well Oh, he's a hand, he is a handsome fella. We sent him a shirt, and he he came back and really, hey hey Ben, um, no no rush, no need. If you don't want to send us a picture of you rocking our gear, uh, don't worry about it. But and then he just like one day just sends us back a shirt with like the baby blues and like the the cleanly shaven stubble, and it was just like <laughs> oh, okay Ben, you're like a Calvin Klein model. All right, we didn't we didn't have to know that, but that's fine. You can make us feel really self-conscious, but whatever. Yeah, NFL player, be handsome. I mean, it's, it's all good. Yeah. So he's really handsome. It's between him and Troy Calhoun for the most of he handsome. And so that's what we're going to give out. When we do our award show, ultimately, which we are going to do, we're going to do a FNBA award show. Uh, I think that he's in a tight race with Troy Calhoun for, for the most of he handsome. Well, Troy Calhoun really... Um, he's one of those guys who knows how to dress, you know, so he knows how to enunciate his good features and kind of put his bad features on the back burner. So he knows how to wear a good pair of slacks. Um, he's a big visor guy. So all those things kind of mixed together. He just kind of, he knows what he's working with and he flaunts what, what he wants to flaunt. Yeah. But also, and now I think about this now, uh, Frank Saratori is also Ooh, yeah, an, yeah, yeah. another guy on the V handsome list. So I'm like, can you imagine if you made like a, a like a super Hulk freak version of Ben Garland, Troy Calhoun, and Frank Saratori? How handsome that would be! That'd have them like Mar- it would be like Marvel and DC competing for that contract. They'd be like, oh yeah, like we want handsome guy, and they'd be like, eh, I don't know. Well, I don't know if we have the money, you never know. Maybe we'll make a comic book. Yeah. So before we even get into football recap, this is what I told you guys. I told everyone, if you're listening to this, I hope you're in super chill mode because the biggest point about this episode is that nothing between Thanksgiving and basically New Year's matters. Like it really doesn't. And no one cares about it. And that extends from the cadet world uh, into active duty, into the just civilian world, everything. Like, it, nothing matters. So, no one really cares what you're doing. Although, uh, you also have finals and all that kind of stuff if you're a cadet and final projects and all that thing. So, everything actually, actually matters and you should be totally freaked out right now if you're a cadet. But everything's in chill mode. It's almost, everything's it's fine. almost Christmas everything's vacation. Fine. Yeah. So, one of the things that I wanted to bring up uh, did you know that Archie, so you're Archie, and that's not even your real name, but it is a name. Do you know that's short for Archibald? Archibald? 
Yeah, that can't be. Your I mean, name. you should know that because that's your that's your real fake name. I go by Archie, not Archibald. Yeah. Do you want to Do you want to go on the record and come out with like a really cool fake name like Archie Diesel Archim- or something? Archimundo. Archifalc? No, just oh, I like Archimundo. It's, it's kind of demands respect. I like also, it's kind of a Latino <laughs> flair to it. Yeah, it's nice. I like that. Yeah, so here we go. Uh, first segment, we're going to talk about a little bit of the football recap. It's actually our final football recap. Uh, so it was the United States Air Force Academy Football Falcons against the Utah State Aggies. And going to this game, uh, kind of down our luck a little bit. We had some good defense um, with Grant Ross kind of heading that up. Like Grant Ross, is a, he's a quiet guy, but he's a great, but he really is a fantastic player. But then on offense, um, you know, we still had Tim McVeigh, who I feel, and nothing against Tim McVeigh. I here's the other thing: is like we're not trying to be in the players' back pockets. We're not going to try to have the players love us. Like yes, it behooves us to have them have them like us. But at the same time, um, I truly love every single player this entire year. Like I think that they are all absolutely awesome, and um, so I stand by it when I say that I think that Tim McVeigh is awesome. I just think that he was scouted very early by a lot of teams. I think that the film. It just—it's just easy to see, and he has great moves. He has a lot of—he has a lot of speed. He has a lot of uh, strength. But it's just like when that's pretty much like our biggest threat. Like teams are going to be able to pick up on that, and so um, that's kind of just what happened. But with this weekend, we had a fresh quarterback come in um, due to Aaron Worthman being hurt, and then also our boy Nate Romine, who we don't personally know Nate Romine, but huge shout out to Nate Romine. He is awesome. Awesome. He's the man. He stuck around for an extra year, uh, played a huge part of the program. Like you, I've been hearing his name since 2014. Um, great guy, looks great in the uniform. Um, and when he's finally out of USAFA, I think he's going to do great things in the Air Force. So shout out to him. But the bottom line is that Air Force was able to take um, an uncertain game. We didn't really know what we were going to do. Um, and we were able to turn it into a 38 to 35 win. And so I don't know what that says at the end of the day. I think you and I have been calling for heads the entire season. And you know what? I'm not going to let up on that. I'm going to continue calling for heads. Um, I think the athletic director needs to look into making some coaching changes. Um, I think we need to maybe look at how we do deal with our offensive set. Uh, a lot of different things, but I was really happy with the game, and I think we have a really bright future. Our newest quarterback, and I apologize that I don't have his name on tap right now. Uh, we are a little bit lazy, but I, I know his name is Isaiah something. It's a uh, uh, freshman. It's, it's, has it's, had a great showing. It's Isaiah. Perfect. Yeah, absolutely perfect. Yeah. So, so he had a, he had a great showing. He really did. Um, footwork could be improved upon, and I don't say that as in as in like it needs to be improved upon to trick the defense or uh, work a little bit better in the pocket or anything like that. I say that like I was worried a few times like that he was going to be taken out by the defense <laughs> and injured because he he had a few baby deer moments. But all in all, uh, a lot of really really fresh talent. Uh, that came out and I'm very very excited for the years to come um, like you said I'm I will shamelessly do it I, I think what do you think Arch well, tell me if I'm crazy when I say this can I still call for heads and love Troy, Troy Calhoun at the same time yeah but you know 
I think, first off, we don't ever just jump to assumptions. That's never anything we do. So everything we talk about is obviously never. very thought out. And uh, we never we always think about all the consequences and all the long-term effects. So uh, keep that in mind when we're talking uh-huh. about this stuff. But I was thinking about this. And, you know, I'm the same kind of guy. We lose to Army and Navy. Automatically, I'm like, something is wrong. We need to make a change. Um if you remember, and maybe you'll know the year better than I do, I think it was maybe 2012. We went like two and ten. Do you remember that year? I do remember that. Yeah, because yeah, I think that was 2012. I think we beat Army that year, but lost to Navy, and it was brutal. Like we went two and ten, and I think everybody thought it was over. And that's the thing. Like, and maybe this is wrong. Maybe I don't know, but I think we're one of these programs where. After that two and ten season, we had like three or four solid seasons where we were consistently beating Army and Navy and consistently winning the Commander in Chief Trophy. So was this year maybe kind of one of those years? Possibly. I don't think necessarily we need to be calling for heads in right away. I think if we have another bad season like this, absolutely. The thing I would like to see, and maybe honestly, maybe the only way to, to change this is by having a coaching change, but. The biggest problem I have is I just feel like there's not a whole lot of fire to like win these games. Like, and maybe it's just a composure thing where our coaches are very composed after the games and that's fine. But all the interviews I see, it's like when we lose to these subpar teams, the only response is, well, we played a really good team today and we just didn't connect on a few things. It's, I just feel like there's no fire beneath like fire in the belly to like, be upset about losing a game and actually making changes from there. So I don't know, maybe it's a attitude or a mindset kind of thing. I'm absolutely with you. I think that that, that is largely coach driven. Cause I think that every player comes down and they only have a certain amount of time to prepare for games. And then after games, they only have a certain amount of time to mourn. So, uh, and it comes down to like we've said in the past, uh, that everybody has a built in excuse to where, Oh yeah we play at the service academy we're building officers not football players and that's true that's the job of the player but guess what the coaches no it's your job to be a division one coach and i think that i think that there's a few things and this is going to be me i'm going to go on record here saying that i'm uneducated in in this regard but i think that there's a thing that we need to speak about and say that I think that where the paycheck needs to come from, and I do understand that there's a separation between uh, the United States Air Force and there's a separation between that and the the United States Air Force Academy Athletics Association. So I think we need to make that distinction really, really, really clear. I think that I don't know if there is a possible way, but this is just me kind of talking out of the side of my mouth right now. saying that I think the paycheck should maybe come from the more civilian side of the Air Force Academy and that we need to hold them accountable in that same regard. That when you go down there at the end of the day, you're accountable for your own actions and you're not accountable for turning, as a coach, turning them into men because we understand that, or or turning them into officers, it's your job to turn them into good football players and get the Air Force Academy on the map because I think that's what the players want and that's what I'm saying. At the end of the day, we're speaking on like once again unofficially on behalf of the players we're speaking as former cadets who say like what the players want i think that they at the end of the day don't have a chance to go play professional football so what do they want they want to go as far as they possibly can they want to go to the biggest bowl game that they can 
it's not about just bringing in a little bit of money for the academy. It's not about just like making a small mark and going to play for the armed services bowl, that kind of thing. So yeah. I don't know. Am I, am I off the mark there? Like, I, I don't know. What do you think? No, that makes sense to me. I kind of agree with most of what you're saying there. Um, you're right. It is the coach's job to win football games. Like at the same time, I think, I think if you do your job as a football coach and you get these dudes ready, I think and people say this all the time. It's very cliche, but I think the cadets will get a majority of the officership from the Hill. And I think as long as we're obviously still teaching these guys to just be solid all around young men, they're naturally going to become good officers. Like it doesn't take rock. It's not rocket science. So treat them like men, yeah. hold them accountable like men and everything else should be trying to get them to win football games. And the rest of the stuff is going to fall as yeah. it falls. I mean, that's just the way I see it. Though. Absolutely. And the other couple things I'm going to bring these up just cause I, just because it's the last game of the season for us. And I know that it's going to come up again when army and Navy rolls around. I know that we're going to speak football again. We're going to talk about this entire like culture again. I'm going to, I won't go unload too much, but I do just want to get this out there and I apologize to anybody who's tired of hearing about this, but I will say, um, when it comes to army and Navy, I am a little pissed off because I'm tired of these like late night games. Like what is going on with our PR and marketing department? Why are we playing games at, at 1030 at night? Yeah. And when football, when football exists in terms of getting it on TV as a, as a way to bring in players to say, Hey, I want to go play at that school or kids to say, Hey, what is the air force Academy? I live in so-and-so, so-and-so Georgia, so-and-so Washington, whatever it is it's basically used as a recruiting tool i don't see a lot of those kids staying up and watching these games so i want to understand what is going on exactly in the marketing department i don't think it takes a marketing genius i have no marketing skills to say that maybe we should maybe we should kind of turn the narrative a little bit and turn it around and get rid of the army and navy is a game of tradition maybe what we do is take the game and turn it into kind of a tournament to see who plays in that last game so many of you i i don't know i don't know our breakdown when it comes to sports fans i don't know exactly who's listening to the podcast but the very last game before the playoffs and before the bowl games is the army and navy game so it's on the it's on the one week in december after all the games have concluded to where that's the only game on the saturday so everybody across the world everybody across the united states is watching the military everybody so if you've never heard of west point if you've never heard of the naval academy if you've never heard of usafa you're watching this game because that's all there is on tv so why why are we still doing this to where it's like only army and navy are allowed to play in it when we have a commander-in-chief's trophy when the united states air force academy is on the exact same plane athletically and academically and militarily as them to me it's a pr thing why has no one stepped in why is our athletic director not pushing very very hard to give the united states air force academy on the exact same plane yeah i don't understand it and i I don't think it's the grads because i think that our grads make the exact same amount of money um if not more than the other academies graduates um so i think it comes down to a matter of I'm just frustrated. I, I don't understand why we get these awful games to where, and then Army and Navy are getting fantastic games. Army and the Navy, Navy especially gets games in like Ireland. They play Notre Dame every year. And I get that it's tradition, but it's all fake. It's all false. 
just turn it around, switch the narrative. Let's get a new PR team in there. Let's get somebody. And this is not, this is not necessarily a call out to Jim Knowlton. I don't know Jim Knowlton. I've never met him, but I'm just saying, is he doing necessarily the best thing for us to grow as an academy athletically? I don't know. I don't know what his focus is, but I feel like it's probably focused on the cadets. So maybe that's another thing is even switch it out. Get rid of that. Get rid of the position of athletic director in terms of somebody who's just all encompassing for cadets, as well as the academy as a PR system, and uh, maybe split those up. So eh, this well, is frustration. I'm sorry, guys. We'll, we'll end this now, but that's just kind of what I'm thinking. That's where, honestly, and I agree with most of what you're saying, but I do disagree in the sense that I do think Nolan is doing a good job versus what we had beforehand. So I don't know if you've been on the yeah. um, Air Force athletics, but basically there's a huge blueprint and like, and like game plan for improving Falcon stadium. I don't know if you saw that. Um, not awesome. No, no, I, I really, I I'm not, not saying this yeah, is a fix, so awesome. but it's like, I don't know when the timeline is, but it's going to be like a massive rebuild. There's going to be like, basically from what it looked like, like grassy Hills on the end zones kind of thing. So that's a little bit more fan experience. In my opinion, they're going to knock off. It looked like the upper deck of the Eastern side of the stadium. And they're going to put in glass, um, basically boxes, like box seats, which I think is good because I think our stadium's too big, honestly, because we never even sell it out, which looks bad. So I think Knowlton, in my opinion, is doing all the right things um, as of now. I mean, we'll see what happens, but I think there's only so much pull you have as the AD, and I think, especially at a military academy, and I think for what he's working with, I think he's very sports-driven um, just from my standpoint. Okay. Yeah, that's perfect. And that's fair enough. It's just like all we can do is just from an outside kind of perspective. And it's just like it's a frustrating thing when you look on TV and it's like football Saturday and it's like, oh, uh, you know, Navy's playing at noon on CBS and Army's playing at uh, at three o'clock on ESPN2. And we have the 10, 1030 time slot. And it's just like... <coughs> At that point, I'm watching this for me, but, you know, it's a huge recruiting tool, and it's just like, yeah, it's a, it's a tough thing to watch. So, anyways, thank you guys so much for sitting through that segment. Uh, that was basically Archie and I talking our way through the entire football season. We hope you kind of enjoyed it. Uh, we do love Falcon football. We love Falcon sports in general, so uh, we'll probably replace it with something else pretty soon, maybe like an all-encompassing kind of overlook at all of Falcon sports. But, uh, yeah, that was the last game of the season as far as I'm concerned. And I sent out a tweet last week. We had a little thing come up that said that uh, the Air Force Falcons had a potential to finish out the season and go to a bowl game. And I was like, just let's end the season. And I don't want I again, we spoke about politics and all that stuff, but a bowl game would mean that all the coaches get, as far as I know, all the coaches would get a bonus. And I think that after this season with how hard our players worked and uh, how much our coaches kind of deflected uh, blame, if you will, to the, just being the nature of academies, uh, I, I, yeah, I would be very upset if we went to a bowl game. So I'll just leave it at that. Um, so let's move on, guys. Once again, thank you for listening. So new segment coming in really, really strong. Uh, I kind of made this up today just because I had a question. <laughs> 
It's really stupid, Archie. Uh, I'm going to name this segment back when it was hard. And I thought about this. I was like, well, maybe we can come up with a lot of stuff. So, but I'm naming it back when it was hard because I realized that going to the Academy is a finite experience. It's four years of just you and you get to experience your set of rules. You get to experience what you went through, what you're going through in terms of uh, what's going on in the world and the Air Force and all that kind of thing. And you and no one else will ever experience that. Not even the class ahead of you, because things will just be different. And so I realized this through us being only removed from the academy by what three years, and we have people complaining about our memes. They're like, this meme is no longer relevant. And I'll put something up, and someone will be like, oh, this isn't relevant. This isn't how it happens now. And I'm like. Well, that's how it was three years ago, and it's still funny to all the other 4,000 people who were at the Academy at the same time as me. And so uh, <laughs> that was the thing that I was going to just say. And so what back when it was hard, I was going to say maybe we'll pe- people will submit stuff to us, but for me it was just going to be things that uh, I don't understand. So, And actually, now that I'm even thinking about the segment, I don't even know if it 100% makes sense, but I'm gonna, I guess I'll ask you. So back when it was hard, maybe you can ask me questions and I'll try to answer them. But I'm going to ask you right now, uh, what's the deal with Jewel? I, so for all the cadets right now, apparently like there's this thing called Jewel. And what it is is like a little another vape pen. And vaping was cool. Um, I'm not going to say it was cool, but it was in. It was like a thing that happened when we were cadets. Uh, and this was like in the like class of 2015. So it started maybe, what, 2012? And that was when vaping was in. Um, why all of a sudden is there like this huge resurgence of Juul? What's the deal with it? And we see it not just in the cadet area, but uh, like today we got a Snapchat of a kid who was like charging his Juul on his cadet issue laptop. And I looked at it and I was like, all right, he's charging a vape pen. I don't get it. So how about this? Uh, explain it to me. What's the deal with Juul? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, I'm sorry. I apologize. This was should have been a better planned, planned out segment, but I just... Yeah, You're asking the wrong guy because I literally have no idea. I've never understood... <laughs> I've never understood vaping. I've never understood e-cigs. I understand it to, this, to the extent that like I think it's kind of funny to do it as a joke, but I don't know. We got a... One time we got a message. The first time I ever heard of Jewel is I got, we got a message from somebody being like, do kids at the Academy, I don't even know what the verb is. Is it jeweling? Is it using Jewel? Is it like, I have no idea. So let's just say the kid said. I think it's vaping. You can just call it vaping. So the kid said, essentially, do kids at the Academy vape with Jewel or whatever, like kids at other colleges do? And I literally had to Google it. I was like, what the hell is Jewel? Like, I, I don't even know what that is. So you're asking the wrong guy. You probably know more about it than I do. Okay. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a pretty strong nicotine guy. I was a big uh, dip guy at the Academy. Uh, a little bit, of, like, delved into the, uh, the vape pen thing. But um, I don't know, man. That's weird. So, like, when it comes to back when it was hard, like, what did we have to do? I guess... I guess you guys are seeing a segment develop before your very eyes, but back when it was hard, uh, so what did we do? So the first time I had to deal with it, so I've told you guys fondly about the Clown Corner before. Clown Corner, if you guys, if anybody has taken the Clown Corner on their own, after we mentioned it one time, kudos to you. It's that back corner near the microfiche uh, 
in the library. That was where my buddy got a package, a care package from his mom. And he, he was, a, no, I don't think about it. It's even weirder. Uh, he was a big cigarette smoker and his mom sent him a blue e-cig. And, uh, that is weird. He decided to start, he decided to start smoking in the library. Um, and so that was the first time I ever delved into e-cigs. And I was like, oh, wow. This is pretty good, and you don't have to pack a dip, so uh, that was kind of nice. So yeah, that was the f- <laughs> that was the first uh, back when it was hard. Just it's basically going to be us just asking about stuff hypothetically, and then trying to figure it out about stuff that's going on at the academy. Do you? I don't. I have. I sincerely doubt that you have one, but do you have one for us? I actually do. Is there anything that you've heard? Um, do one you? thing I'm explaining to Archie is. I don't know if there's a whole lot to explain. It's more just like I want to get your opinion on it. So, obviously, we're big social media guys, um, naturally. The one thing I have a question on is, have you noticed that, like, all the generals have Instagram accounts now? Yeah, I have realized that. It's like my question. But I've realized that. Okay, go ahead. Well, I've just realized that a lot of them, they don't even seem like it's them running it. It's like, hello, today I did this. And it's like, it just seems really well, weird. My question is like, what are the, what's the military term for it? Like how to interact with people. Like, like what are the, like the limiting factors with interacting with generals via social media? Like, can you slide into their DMs and like ask them questions? Like, how does that work? Because it's kind of like, can you get like Instagram in general is just kind of like free reign. Like it's, you can kind of do whatever you want as long as you're not getting too aggressive and nobody really bat an eye. So where does that happen with generals? You know, uh, that's true. Like if it was 2012 and you, could you slide into like the soups DM, get a picture of the hammer? You know what I mean? <laughs> what? I don't know. Uh, what? I don't know. I don't know. I'm just wondering. I, yeah, that's a good question. I like that. So, Hey, what's the deal with Instagram? People answer these questions and then maybe we'll talk about them next week. Like I said, we're always, we're always adapting, always trying out new segments. <laughs> um, guys, we're just having fun today. All right. Uh, behind enemy lines. This is a very loose one. So this came out a couple weeks ago. We got, what do you think? 5,000 submissions of people, uh, letting us know this happened. We appreciate all of them cause we love you guys. Uh, but Navy dude, draw a penis in the sky. Wait, you did. Uh, pr- yeah. Oh, I haven't heard of that. Oh, old old Arch didn't hear about it. Yeah, he was he hit his head in the sand, just like buried it down. Yeah, there. I'm just so kidding. I heard that from a million times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, still pretty funny. Uh, what do you got on it? What do you think? Um, I don't. I have a little bit of experience in in this field, and I don't even know like yeah. how to make that happen. Like. Do you go vertical? Do I was you go lateral? Like, that. I don't know how you do that in the sky. Well, log- well. So logistically, can can you like? Are you able to describe logistically what happened? Like, what makes that occur? Can you do that? Oh, like the science behind the the contrails from the jet. Yeah, yeah, and then like how you do it. Like, do you have to like sign up for that pattern? Do you have to talk to people and say like? Uh, close tower calling ball in right now like what has to happen well in terms of how to fly it um not to get too technical but he could have been in basically an area of sky where he can do whatever he wants or he could have just been um 
nerding out over here, but a VFR aircraft basically meaning he can do whatever he wants uh, with certain restrictions. But I I can't describe to you the science behind how you know how he got that to trail behind him. That's beyond me. So I don't really know how that works. So what we're chalking this up to is an accident, a total accident. Probably. We're not we're not huge Navy guys, but we'll, we'll we'll you know we'll throw our hands up and say hey, not his fault. And also, guess what we heard? I don't know. <laughs> and this is bad uh, bad radio, bad science, and bad I guess journalism by me. But my dad told me that uh, the pilot who actually flew this, his last name was Stickles. So I don't know if his name was like I, I'm just gonna throw out a first name. I think Bradley Stickles sounds like a good name. It just sounds good, like Brad Stickles. Uh, but yeah, his call sign was Test, so his name was like, "Hey, where's Test Stickles?" So I don't have anything to say about that, but that's uh, that's pretty funny. So I think that so that's all we have for that's all we have for behind the headlines today. Book as well. Oh, I apologize. That is not all we have for behind the lines. What else do we have? The Navy train lines. Um, Everyone's probably seen. This is going to be quick, but guess what? Navy released their Army Navy football uniform. Guess what it is? Uh, What is that? Blue Angels. Mm. Guess who did Thunderbird uniforms like six years ago? The Fighting Falcons. The Fighting Falcons, and they were way cooler than these. The years. Not to mention. Years and years behind. Not to mention when they're showing the comparison between, like, their uniform and the Blue Angels helmets and stuff. The only thing that makes it similar, it's a blue helmet, and then they have a gold visor on the Blue Angel helmet and the football helmet. Guess yeah. who won't be wearing gold visors in a college football game? Who's that? Anyone playing college football. They have to exactly. they have to be clear exactly. to a certain extent because of like concussion rules. So yep. it was a good attempt of just stealing um, what we did a few years ago, but uh, you can't slip that one by us. So yeah, yeah, I'm a fan of that. Um, so I mean, those uniforms—they're hideous, anyways. I actually, I will say that is I've been highly critical of our uniforms, um, and I always think the Army and Navy uniforms tend to look really good, uh, but those look like trash. So I guess Army has kind of like their way paved out. So we'll see how it goes. So let's move on because uh, I'm not—I don't really want to talk Army and Navy until we get the the Commander Chiefs Trophy back, which is next year. Although we could, um, so whatever. It's like we could kind of start. We're sending it to a sleepover. I I think something we could start within our FNBA crew or group or following or family is um, on Saturday during, is it this Saturday yeah. or next? It's next Saturday. Damn. Well, on the army Navy game, basically during the game, we just kind of send in a bunch of submissions of like things I'd rather be doing than watching army and Navy. It's like cleaning yeah. my toilet. Yeah. It's going to be like, pooping in my toilet and then cleaning it again I don't know but let's be honest it's football so I'm probably going to watch it yeah it's going to be very toilet related though but anyway um, so up next so that was behind enemy lines <laughs> that was depressing uh, we're going to talk soups list next so soups list of excuses to go to haps Ooh. instead of studying guys guess what it's that time of year 
you know what? It's that weird time in between. And I'm not. I'm just telling you this. This is this is not limited to Yusafa. This is limited to the entire world. No one is doing anything between Thanksgiving and New Year's. They're just not. Like you have those few days, you have those few weeks to where you're going to work. Guess what, cadets? I know you still have finals left. I know you still have final projects. I know you have speeches. I know you have presentations and all that stuff, but no one cares. Like it doesn't matter at the end of the day. Uh, as long as you're cool, your professor's gonna help you out. Go talk to them, say, hey, what do I need to do to make sure I pass this class? Little secret, every single year I needed to get like an 80 on all my engineering exams to pass the class. But guess what? I graduated, so I don't really care at the end of the day. There you go. Uh, So, well, yeah. But what we're going to talk about right now is so all your buddies are going to text you and they're going to say, hey, let's go to HAPS. And you're going to go, oh, I got to study. And they go, no, you're a nerd. Let's go to HAPS. And they might not even say HAPS. They might say the bowling alley or like Buffalo Wild Wings or something. But... Yeah, we're going to deal with half. So, are you ready to go? You want to hear a, a soup's list of excuses to go to half? Yeah. So I'm ready. I have some as well. All right, I'm going to go first. Okay. I'm going to go first. I don't care. I don't care if you have a good one. I'm going to say uh, the first one so you don't steal it. I do better work after a few drinks. That's science. What do you think about that? What do you think about That's that? science. Yeah. Why, do you think, why do you think Mormons <laughs> so, are so dumb? Uh, So the whole thing about that is like, no, you don't actually do your best work after a few drinks. That's a thing where like you think you can maybe talk yourself out of like a ticket after you've had a few drinks. Uh, But no, you just end up in jail with a DUI. Uh, No, you do not do better work. You sleep better when you have a lot of work. You like come back from perhaps and you're like, oh, yeah. I don't really care about what I have to do because I'll do it 10 minutes before class. And that's kind of just how it goes. Uh, but no, you do not. You're not earning. Uh, and like hearing the, <laughs> the name Hemingway thrown around just cracks me up because Hemingway has like real life consequences. Like when you're at Yusafa, you're like, oh, yeah, I might just like fail a class. Like that's it. No, Ernest Hemingway was like, I'm running out of drug money. And so I need to deal with this in Key West, Florida. And so he just like wrote a new book. But and that's it's just funny because it's like one person out of all of history. There's no other person who it's like, well, this guy did his best work after he had uh, an entire bucket of PBRs at house. Yeah. Like that just doesn't happen. So yeah, <laughs> so great. Uh, all right. So second, I have my group project partners will probably be there. So that's another one. So that's a good excuse. You're like, oh, I have a big, I have like four finals, but I also have a group project. And I would imagine that my group project partners will be there. And you show up and it's like, lo and behold, you do get a text because you talked early in the week on like Tuesday and it's Thursday when you go, but you talked on Tuesday and your partners were like, Oh yeah, let's go to HAPS on Thursday. And like, we'll just like finalize our stuff. But it's like, you did nothing for those two days and then you show up and you're hammered and they're just like, okay, like this was just a neutral meeting point. Like it was easy. Uh, and you're just kind of a drunk. Even better. You just, um, even when they, you know, it's not at HAPS, you just kind of say that and then you get drunk. And then when they ask you why you didn't meet up, you're like, I swear, where we said we were going to HAPS. 
my favorite was when I, cause I would show up to have sometimes kind of early, like relatively early, like seven 30. So there would be people boozing, having a good time. And then there'd be a dude sitting at the bar with his laptop and he'd clearly been there for like two hours. And I would just be like, get a load of this guy. Like, what are you doing? So that was always weird. Weird stuff. All right. Uh, the last excuse is, yeah, I still have a few weeks to turn my grade around. So you show up uh, after Thanksgiving. You're like, I made it to Thanksgiving break. They let me leave USAFA, even though everyone's allowed to leave USAFA. Uh, I had, you know, maybe a 1.7, but, and I'm heading into my, once again, headed into my engineering final need a 84% to pass the class, but... I haven't talked like I basically have until the final yeah. to pass, so it's fine. Plenty of time. Yeah, it's a good one. I like those. That was me. That was my entire excuse. So all of these they were supposed to come out way funnier than they they came out. All right, you ready? You ready for mine? Exactly. Yeah. All right, first one. Um, no homework Thursday. So whether it's Thursday or not. If it's not no homework Thursday, you just seem like you're just kind of a funny guy. It's no homework Thursday. Like, dude, it's a Tuesday. Like, yeah, whatever. And then you just, oh, oh, you convince yourself of that. Next one is um, if you just had a tough day, a.k.a. every day at the academy. So it's always a good excuse. No. To be like, you know, I had a tough day. I just need a drink, a drink or two. Automatic excuse. Go, go to Haps. Um, third one yeah. I have, and then all of a sudden they're offering the all of a sudden they're offering like two for one buckets. So yeah. what are you going to do? Fifteen beers deep, and you're just like, it's kind of brings you to my next one where you go. You know what? I'll go to Haps, but I'm not going to drink. And then you have a beer, and then you have a bucket, yep. and then next thing you know, you're drinking. And you knew all along that you would end up drinking, but you just had to convince yourself that you weren't going to drink to make yourself feel better. Mm. Yikes. Yikes. Yeah, no, that always happens. Um, those are good. That's, soup, that's a good soups list. All right. Uh, finally, let's move into our last thing. Like I said, we're just kind of chilling tonight, so we're just having we're having a good time on the airwaves of the Fassy Below Average Radio. All right, let's talk uh, CSP rule change. You had a good one for us tonight, so let's talk yours. Go ahead and introduce us. So we've already, this has been the theme of the night, is how nothing happens between Thanksgiving and Christmas. And we know sneaky, a lot of things happen for cadets between then. Cause it's like your whole life is in the balance. So I think it's only fair that between Thanksgiving and Christmas, there's some type of mulligan where basically, I don't know, they'd have to scale it a certain way, depending on the class, but every class, you pretty much get a 10% bump on whatever grades you get in between Christmas or Thanksgiving and Christmas. So if you get a 75 on a test, it actually just gets bumped up to an 85 because it's the Christmas Christmas curve. Yeah, I agree. I, I always thought like, here's what always happened to me is like, I would go on Christmas break like every year 
And my parents would completely notice. They'd be like, are you, like, okay? And I would try to be like, yeah, like, uh, not 100% sure if I passed those last four classes. And I would always get back, and it was just, like, just barely enough. And I was the kind of guy who was always on ACPRO, like, every uh, at Prague every year. But somehow I pulled it out every time. And the best one was, like, senior year when I had to get, like, a no-joke, like, a... 94 on my on my Astro final and I'm like I don't think I got a 94 but I still passed the class so it was fine so I guess I just did like I think I did extra work on my like final project with my group so it was absolutely awesome that's all that matters and that's also we could probably touch on this when we get closer to Christmas but it is just like unreal to me and again maybe um, this is outdated FNBA uh, the oldies me and commission over there maybe the system has changed but um it is ridiculous to me that you would go home and like you would have to get on camus somehow to check your grades to see if you like passed classes that are going to keep you in the school like you would literally just sweat it out for like 10 days because i'd always bring my laptop home and i'd be like well this has never worked before but i have my smart cards let's see if i can log in on my home wi-fi and of course it doesn't and you troubleshoot it for like three days because you think you're going to be on act pro and then you can't figure it out until you get back to school Meanwhile, dudes in the seventies are using like abacuses and stuff. <laughs> like, ugh. yeah. Just to figure out the grade. All right, guys, that's everything. So today is a really chill episode. Um, yeah, we just kind of want to dive back into it. Um, we had a lot of fun with you guys today, just kind of enjoying our time. Uh, thanks a lot for a great football season to all the football players. Uh, and then our very last segment of the entire day that we always do naturally. Uh, we had a great. Black Friday, great Cyber Monday, all that kind of thing. Um, but guess what? The sales and all the products keep coming. So, Arch, please let them know what's going to happen with minutes. So, what are we wearing? We're wearing, obviously, anything on fast, neat, below, average, dot, big cartel, dot com. Uh, just for you guys, anyone listening or anyone that just puts in the code, we'll leave the code up for another two days, so through Wednesday. Um, FNBA Turkey Day, all one word, caps, is going to get you 20% off of your order as long as you spend at least $25. So that's like one T-shirt, and then essentially you get free shipping if you do that. Um but go on there. We got a lot of new stuff. We have FNBA snow caps, snow caps, beanies, kind of. Um, uh, be- yeah, beanies. They, they look really cool. They're they're cool. Like great for uh, great for like ski- snowing, like snow stuff, like snowboarding, skiing, all that kind of thing. We got. Uh, cadet ugly christmas sweater um and we're also going to have a few other things in the works soon if you're going to order and you want it by christmas i would suggest ordering soon because we don't have complete control over when our products are produced so if you want it by christmas i would order now or else you never know what's going to happen with all these people ordering ordering products soon yeah. Also, uh, we heard a bunch of the cadets who went home over Thanksgiving break who bought our sweatshirts, uh, the ugly Christmas sweatshirts, and got them. All of them got laid. So that's really cool, too. So I would purchase them. Yeah, I guess. Not a bad thing. <laughs> all right. Perfect, guys. All right. That's all I got. So thank you so much. Anything else you got, Arch? No, that's it. See you guys next week. All right. Peace. So yeah, I can be a pilot. At the Air Force Academy, I can be anything.
for a second. That's a long, big, beautiful blue line. You have some grit. You have some perseverance. I'll tell you what, you can do it now all areas of life. That's just the way you got to compete. Welcome to Thin Air. Yeah.